you're just in for a treat today. Uh, I just want to encourage you, whatever he has on his heart to share, just lean in. Um, uh, you're, you're, I'll just say this humbly, you're, you're, you're going to hear from greatness today. He'd never say that. But, you know, you can have great people all around you and never recognize it. And so I want to encourage you to sit up a little bit, whatever he has to share in his heart. Uh, just take some notes, get out your Bible, get out your, your, I, you know, your iPhone and take some notes because you're going to be able to hear from a heart of somebody who's endured hardness and is making a change in thousands and really hundreds of thousands of people's lives for the last 30 plus years have really been changed by the power of the Word of God. So come on, would you just stand with me today and just honor Pastor John Romick? Come on, give him a big hand. Would you do that? Yeah. Come on, let's welcome him today. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Good morning. Buenos dias. That's a, that's a good buenos dias. Uh, and praise God, it's a, it's a wonderful blessing to be here this morning. And uh, we love and appreciate this church and your pastors, the pastoral fa- family at the same time. Uh, uh, wonderful friends for 37 years. That's a, that's a long time, praise God. And, uh, and um, I want to thank you uh, publicly, publicly for your uh, support and your prayers and your, your heart for the Great Commission in Columbia. Uh, this church has been a wonderful blessing to us, uh, helping take the gospel uh, to, to Colombia, to Latin America, uh, for many years, uh, pray, um, for oh, 37 years almost, or 30, something like that. Uh, praise God, and uh, thank you for that. And I have a quick video I want to show uh, here, and uh, you are partners with us in taking the gospel out. So this is uh, part of Spectrum Church International here, uh, what you'll be seeing. Uh, this is what you guys have a part of, and thank you. And this, this was about a couple minutes. It'll give you a little idea of what's going on. This is uh, your ministry in Colombia. 2018 was a great year. We saw, as we always do, the faithfulness of God working in each person with blessed families and a strong church serving diligently and full of the Holy Spirit. It was a year in which we could serve the community through different events. In our evangelistic outreaches, we preached salvation to thousands and helped some of the most in need in our city. Candy Circus, our alternative event during Halloween, has become well known in our community and we were able to bless thousands of children and their families. The Bible training centers have seen notable increases, both within Colombia and internationally in countries such as Argentina, Mexico, Brazil, Venezuela, and the United States. In addition, the reopening of Rama Cuba is encompassing the island nation with teachings of the Word of Faith. In our church, Igleco, we are going from glory to glory with services full of the Holy Spirit, where we see the manifestation of the power of God. The lives of those at Igleco are seeing much fruit produced in their lives, and very soon we will open our third Sunday service. We have enjoyed powerful seminars and gatherings where people from all over Colombia and some from other nations have tuned in. These have been powerful times of refreshing for the body of Christ. Radio 316 has become the fourth Christian station most listened to in Bogota, with 17,000 listeners on the dial and 13,000 listeners online. PCI, our editorial house, has exceeded one million books printed, among which are titles by authors Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, Terry Mize, and Mark Hankins. 
2018 was perhaps most special because we celebrated 30 years of Mission Colombia, honoring the Lord and giving thanks for permitting us to carry out the mission that He commissioned us with. Today we give thanks to God, to every person who was part of Mission Colombia, and to every person who has been involved in any way. We will continue working together to bring the powerful message of Jesus Christ to Colombia, to South America, and to the nations. And also, this church has a specific, uh, uh, a specific help, assistance in taking the gospel to Cuba, uh, too. And uh, we're presently reopening the school in Cuba. We had some logistical problems there for a while. Uh, but praise the Lord, the Lord has uh, resolved that. And we're starting again here this year. And uh, thank you for uh, training Cubans in the Word of God and uh, training pastors. And uh, Cuba needs the gospel as anywhere else does, uh, but there's a tremendous need there. And thank you for helping us uh, in Cuba. Also, we're starting schools, I didn't mention, there in uh, Mexico. We, we started this year. Uh, and in Miami, uh, uh, in that foreign land, Miami, also, uh, and, and, uh, uh, which is a blessing uh, to praise God. Uh, and um, I want to uh, minister here this morning, uh, and uh, it's a wonderful church, a wonderful spirit. I, uh, I congratulate you on your praise and worship and uh, your auditorium. This is kind of new for me. Uh, for the last time we've been here, uh, really nice. You guys done a real first-class job, praise God. And, uh, and I want to start here, just this, some classified ads that someone sent me just recently, and they, they made me laugh. And if someone makes me laugh, it's pretty funny, I guess. So, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and there's some syntax errors in this, so you have to follow with, follow with me. This, uh, uh, it, here, here's a few of them. One is, man to take care of cow who does not drink or smoke. And uh, an airline wrote this, try us once and you will never go anyplace again. And um, another, one, another one, dog for sale. He will eat anything, and he loves children. And, and are you, are you, this is my favorite, are you illiterate? Write today for our free busher. And uh, uh, buy several and save. Limit one per customer. And wanted a man to work with dynamite in a mine. He must be willing to fly. Uh, Use cars. Why go to another dealer to be cheated out of your money? First come to us. And, uh, uh, that's I like this. Matthew 13, uh, verse 44. We're going to talk about the pearl of great prize uh, this morning. Uh, these parables, uh, recently we, we preached in our church, um, recently, a year ago at least, um, 30, 37 parables uh, that Jesus spoke. And you can classify them different ways, but roughly 37 uh, parables, and one of these is the Pearl of Great Prize. And I, I took about a week or two weeks on each one, and there's a lot of truth here. But the Pearl of Great Prize is one of the, uh, one, one of the, uh, the, the parables speaking specifically about the last days, uh, specifically about the church, uh, our dispensation, about the new covenant. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. Let's get right into this here in Matthew 13, uh, verse 44. Uh, here it says, uh, just a, uh, I'm going to read the two different parables together here of the treasure and the pearl. But you need to kind of know about the treasure to understand the pearl, so uh, I'll do them both here. Verse 44, again, the kingdom of heaven is like under a treasure hid in a field, 
uh, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for the joy therefore goeth, and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, uh, the, I think the interpretation uh, of this, uh, this parable is really is, is, is not too difficult. Uh, when you take the other parables, the principles that are within them. But uh, we believe here that the merchant man is Jesus. Uh, uh, the goodly pearl is the church. Uh, and uh, uh, Jesus came seeking the goodly pearl, uh, seeking the, uh, the church, his family, the, the called out ones, the redeemed ones, praise God. Uh, and uh, uh, some people say at times that uh, the, the, the great the pearl of great prize is Jesus, and we found Jesus, and we looked for Jesus, and uh, and that's fine. You can say that if you want, and uh, but really, that's not what this this parable is saying because uh, we we didn't seek God in our lost state; uh, He sought us, yeah, and. Uh, uh, we were the lost ones. Uh, uh, he wasn't the lost one. Uh, uh, he, uh, remember when Adam fell, uh, the Lord came and said, Adam, where art thou? Where, where are you? Uh, he came looking for Adam. Adam wasn't walking around in the garden saying, Lord, where are you? Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't his uh, mentality. He wasn't thinking that way. Uh, uh, so praise God, uh, Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. And uh, the, the pearl, I believe, is obviously us, uh, the, the church. Uh, and uh, that, that, that symbolism of pearl of great prize is real interesting. I want to talk about some different parallels uh, and some symbols of that this morning. And uh, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a pearl, a goodly man searching, searching for goodly pearls. Uh, Jesus uh, uh, wants his, uh, his house uh, his is to be called a house of prayer. Uh, he wants his uh, his church to be called a church of prayer for all nations and uh, to reach out into all the world. And the Lord is visiting cities and uh, houses and nations looking for goodly pearls. And that has never stopped. That is his heart. Uh, that is his desire of seeking that which was lost. Uh, in this parable, well, I, I could do a lot of go different ways here, uh, but we, we could talk a little bit about the price uh, of the pearl, a little bit about the position of the pearl, and a little bit about the purpose of the pearl. I want to kind of that's my, more or less my outline here: the price uh, and the position and the purpose. And uh, for, first of all, let's talk about the price a little bit. Uh, and uh, the price was incredible what, what it took to buy this pearl. Uh, the merchant man came and he bought us uh, with his uh, precious blood. Uh, he poured out his precious blood on Calvary uh, to buy us. And that talks a little bit about your worth, your value in Christ. Uh, and uh, uh, when you know what, what you cost, your price tag, uh, that gives you a whole different outlook on life. Uh, and if you look at your price tag, uh, it's, Ill, it's unlimited uh, value. Uh, it's, uh, it's off the charts. Uh, you're, you're, when you look at your price tag, uh, he didn't buy you on, uh, on sale or reduced price or discount. Uh, he paid full price. Uh, and, uh, and you were expensive, so that means uh, you're valuable. Uh, your price in Christ, uh, a pearl of great price. And uh, that, that's, who are you, that's who you are. Uh, that's the, the price that was paid. 
And uh, let's talk a little bit uh, how a pearl is formed. Uh, of all the precious, the precious uh, uh, gems uh, uh, that exist, the, the one gem that comes from the sea is the pearl. Uh, it's the only one that comes from the sea. The rest come from the, the earth, uh, from mines and minerals and uh, form it, forming here uh, uh, in the earth, but it comes from the sea. And I tell that the sea is the Gentiles. The sea is the nations. Uh, and uh, uh, the pearl that he went searching for uh, from the, uh, the sea was us, was the lost, uh, was the, the, the Gentile nations, uh, uh, Colombia, uh, the, the United States, uh, whatever other nation, praise the Lord. Uh, he came looking for us uh, and uh, uh, searching for us, uh, praise God. But the, 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 the pearl is formed in the oyster. And even the, the pearl, uh, the oyster, in, uh, under the law, the Levitical law, is uh, unclean. Uh, and, uh, and it's talking about the Gentiles, obviously, not talking about the Jew, Jewish nation. Uh, it's talking about us, uh, uh, our side of the world, uh, uh, the Gentiles. Uh, and uh, so we're that, that, that pearl that is formed within the oyster. And how does the pearl form? The oyster is on the bottom of the sea. And, uh, you know, in the bottom of the sea, it's a, it's a nasty place. Uh, and uh, you definitely, uh, it's kind of dirty down there in the bottom of the sea. Uh, uh, the dead fish go down there. The skeletons are down there. And uh, all their deposits are down there. And, uh, and uh, different garbage and whatever. And uh, it's just a, uh, it's a nasty place, basically, the, the bottom of the sea. And that's where the oyster is. And, uh, and the oyster is uh, uh, almost hermetically sealed uh, where nothing can get in. Uh, but, it's not, but the Lord, the Lord made him with a few uh, little holes, not completely sealed, where stuff can get in. And, uh, and uh, every now and then a little piece of sand or skeleton or whatever uh, is down there uh, gets in there. And, and it's like an invasion into the oyster and immediately when that invasion comes in, uh, that, that dirt or whatever comes in, uh, the, the oyster will secrete a, a, a liquid called the liquid pearl, uh, which will cover that uh, invasion, that, that dirt or that, that skeleton or that garbage or whatever, and it will transform it uh, into a little pearl. It's, in one sense, it's, a kind of, it's kind of like a miracle. Uh, that uh, transformed that garbage into a wonderful, beautiful pearl. And uh, that, that talks about uh, who we are, uh, what He's done for us in the new birth uh, in Christ, in the, uh, we were made the righteousness of God in Christ. Uh, he took us from garbage to a pearl. And uh, there, there's so much we can say here about, first of all, uh, before Christ, uh, we're nothing to, to brag about. <laughs> uh, before Christ, uh, we had that sin nature. Uh, we had that, uh, that, that uh, tendency uh, of disobedience, of rebellion, uh, of sin, of darkness within our spirits. Uh, we're made that way. Uh, uh, we were in Adam. Uh, we're not, we weren't in Christ. Uh, uh, destined uh, for death. Destined for spiritual death and uh, uh, for second death, for hell, uh, for eternity without God. Uh, that's who we, we, who we were. 
But praise God, uh, uh, we were transformed. But there's one, there's one big lie I need to talk about here a little bit in the world today, uh, which seems to be getting bigger and bigger every year, uh, whatever, is this idea that uh, everyone basically is a good person in the world. You hear that a lot now, that everyone's really good, perhaps through circumstances and uh, different uh, uh, things that happen in life. Uh, they can do some bad stuff, but everyone's basically a good guy. And, uh, and uh, th- th- you know, that's not true. Uh, we're not basically good. Uh, out of Christ, we're basically bad. <laughs> or basically, uh, that's why we need salvation, praise God, to be saved and uh, uh, to cleaned, uh, cleaned up, praise God, uh, by the blood of Jesus. And, uh, and uh, that, that, that's a lie that's, uh, obviously, if the devil can get people believing that, uh, there, there's no reason for salvation. Uh, you don't, you don't, good people don't need to get saved. You know, but, but we needed to get saved. And, and everyone else out of Christ needs to get saved. And perhaps by culture or society or uh, different values uh, uh, that are around them, they, they try to act good, whatever. Uh, uh, but within, that is that, that sin nature. And uh, which is, uh, you can't get rid of it. Uh, the only way you get rid of it is, is through the new birth. Uh, where you're born, you, you die on the cross, and you, you, rise, you rose again uh, with Christ uh, uh, in the resurrection to new life. And that, that's the only way to get rid of it. And uh, anything else doesn't work, basically. Uh, it's just putting bandage over cancer. And uh, that, that cancer of sin. Uh, so that's who we were uh, on the bottom of the sea. Uh, and uh, uh, I preached this recently in in Tennessee, something similar to this, uh, and, uh, and one guy comes up after service, and he says, uh, he goes, John, uh, I'm talking about being different fish in the sea, and we're all under in the sea, in the darkness, and it says, uh, sin nature, whatever, and he says, uh, uh, before Christ, I was a bottom feeder. I was one of the, one of the bad ones down there, and, uh, and some of uh, you were perhaps bottom feeders, and some were a little up higher, but you're all in, in darkness, all in death. Uh, we all were like that, praise God. Uh, but uh, that, 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 that liquid pearl, the Holy Ghost, uh, came upon us and transformed us, and we were born again as a wonderful pearl, praise God. And now, and now today, your position uh, is you're in the pearl, praise God. And you're, uh, you're in the oyster, uh, in Christ, uh, protected, praise God, uh, uh, within Him, praise God. That's who you are today. You are complete in Him, praise God. Uh, you're a valuable pearl. And you need to look at yourself as a pearl. And uh, uh, in the Bible, there's a lot of examples. Uh, but a real classic example is, is Jacob. Uh, Jacob, if you read it in the Bible, uh, Jacob uh, was a uh, kind of fleshly guy uh, for, a, for a while that he kind of got uh, closer to the Lord. Uh, he, he made his consecration uh, and he prayed and, uh, and he started to be Israel, a prince with God. And he started to live out of his new nature. And he, he, like the, but if you read through the, uh, the Bible, sometimes the Bible refers to him as Israel. Sometimes it refers to him as Jacob. And when it says Jacob, that's referring to his sin nature, the flesh nature. And when it says Israel, it's referring to his uh, spiritual nature. It's kind of interesting looking at that uh, through the Bible, how he acted out of the two different ones. He, he, but it kept going back and forth. Uh, when, when we tried it, we need to stay over as Israel, uh, a prince with God, a princess with God. Uh, that, that's who you are. But the one, one example here, I do have one to read real quick here. In uh, Genesis 47, verse 9. 
I think you guys have it here. And, and oh, a little background here. Jacob was going to be come before Pharaoh after he was uh, taken out of uh, his land and brought into Goshen and uh, land of abundance. And he was going to be uh, blessed. Uh, Joseph, he found out, was alive. Uh, his son uh, was, he thought, for 17 years, he thought he was dead. And uh, he, oh, he's going to find out that his son's going to take care of him. He's not going to starve to death. Uh, and, uh, uh, and he's going to have the best of the land of Goshen flowing with milk and honey, a, a beautiful land. And uh, you think his testimony would be kind of positive here and uh, uh, kind of blessed because uh, uh, seeing what the Lord has done for him, uh, this miracle to take him out of starvation, of lack, of, of darkness, into the light, into the blessing, uh, into abundance, praise God. And you think he would uh, be real positive about this. But, th- but this is Jacob talking. Uh, this is uh, that, that, that old fleshly nature. Uh, and he says here, Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been, and have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. Uh, what a sad story. Whoa, what, a, what a lousy testimony. Uh, and uh, he, he was talking before Pharaoh. He could have really been a, a powerful witness uh, before Pharaoh and this court and, uh, and really influenced Egypt uh, uh, in a positive way with the gospel. But, but he was speaking out of who he was. He forgot he was Israel. He forgot he was a pearl of great prize. And that's why uh, he started talking as, as that, that lost man before, as that fleshly man that was before Christ, but he forgot he's a, a pearl, and you are a pearl. When you understand this, uh, you, there's no, uh, you should have no problem with, uh, with your self-worth, uh, with your identity, who you are, uh, of, of your purpose even. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, 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 to be here on the, on the earth. Uh, when you know who you are, uh, those questions are answered. And uh, uh, you are uh, valuable. Uh, you're the apple of his eye. And that, that, that expression, apple of his eye, in Hebrew, the idea is that he's constantly watching over you. He's constantly, uh, you got his intention. Uh, he's there to, to watch, to help, to, uh, to present help in time of trouble. Uh, praise God. Uh, you are that pearl. That's uh, the price he paid. That's the position of who you are in Christ. And now I want to go to the third point here. And I'll talk a little, a little bit more about this. But, no, but one other thing I want to say about, about pearls. Uh, pearls are interesting in the sense that uh, a pearl that uh, the way it's fished, oyster, fishermen, whatever, uh, they, they, uh, they'll uh, drag the net uh, on the bottom of the sea and bring up the oysters. And uh, to, have the, to take out the pearl from the oyster, uh, it, what they have to do is they let the oyster sit there on the deck of the ship for at least uh, uh, five, six, seven hours sometimes uh, be, until they die. Uh, because obviously they can't breathe out of the water. And, and they uh, asphyxiate and they can't breathe, and, and they eventually die. And once they die, you can open up the oyster and take the pearl out. And you can't take the, or the pearl out until the oyster dies. Uh, because if you do, that, it secretes like this, this ink-type uh, ink liquid that will stain the pearl. It will lose its value. Uh, and so uh, that, that obviously speaks about Jesus on the cross. 
uh, he was asphyxiated. But basically, he died from lack, lack of oxygen, more than anything. Uh, and, uh, and, and he gave his life that we could become the pearl of great price. And you know, praise God. And that's what he did for you, uh, for us, praise God. Uh, and uh, that, that's uh, uh, who you are in, in, in him. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about the purpose of the oyster, of the pearl. Uh, the, the pearl has a purpose, uh, real uh, important. Uh, it, it's not just sufficient to know who you are. Uh, you need to know what you need, uh, uh, your purpose of, in life. And the pearl speaks about your purpose uh, in Christ and who you are. Uh, you, you're, uh, if you know in, in Revelations there, uh, the New Jerusalem has 12 foundations uh, of precious stone, and I, I want to, don't have time to talk about all those 12 foundations, uh, but basically that's uh, the nation of Israel. Uh, that's the old covenant, and, and we're built upon them, praise God. We thank God they've gone before us. And the pearl is uh, uh, taken out of the treasure, uh, the, the Gentile nations. Uh, and uh, in the New Jerusalem, there's 12 gates, 12 entrances uh, to get in there, and each gate is made up of a pearl. And, uh, and uh, as someone said, uh, if those pearls are the, si- uh, the size of a gate, I'd love to see the size of the oyster. And uh, the Lord, Lord has some big things going on. And, and, but, but whatever. And, uh, but uh, the pearl is a door. And we're the pearl of great prize. So that means we're, we're a doorway. This church, Spectrum Church, is a doorway. It's a doorway to get people into heaven. And uh, that talks about your purpose individually and your purpose collectively as the local church here. Uh, when someone comes in uh, out of darkness uh, uh, from the bottom of the sea, one of those bottom feeders or whatever, uh, come in. Uh, and uh, our whole plan here is uh, we got to get them into the pearl. we got to get them into the oyster, get them in Christ, uh, uh, get them saved, praise God. Uh, we're the doorway. Oh, I know Jesus is the door, uh, but we're the door also. Remember, the Bible says Jesus is the light, but Jesus said we're the light too. There's a double, uh, double meaning there, double uh, significance for both ways. So you are the door. This church is a wonderful doorway into the New Jerusalem. But that, that lets you know real, real clear what we're about. Uh, going out and then let's go, some, let's do some oyster fishing. Let's go pearl fishing, praise God. Uh, how many like go fishing? And, and, uh, and uh, 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 it, it's fun going. Uh, 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 they go scuba gear. Put your scuba gear on and go fishing. Uh, I, I I've never done this, but uh, they 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 sit on the edge of the boat. They cover their nose. They go backwards and whatever. Uh, and they go uh, go go deep sea fishing. They go down there and uh, and that, that's who we are. When you come here uh, in the morning, uh, a Sunday morning, ready to go uh, serve God. In one sense, you got your scuba gear on and you're going fishing. Praise God. And, uh, and you're helping uh, uh, this wonderful church, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this uh, boat uh, uh, to go deep sea fishing, oyster fishing. Praise God. And uh, uh, we're not after the, the deadly catch. Uh, we're after the lively catch. Praise God. Uh, to bring people into the kingdom of God. And uh, that uh, talks about uh, working and serving here in church. Uh, the sound, the kids, the youth, uh, the ushers, the praise and worship, everything you do here, praise God, uh, with uh, excellence. Uh, and that's all uh, to help our purpose to bring people into the kingdom of God. And uh, that's the fun, that is what you're about. 
If you're asking, what is my purpose? Why am I here on earth? Well, you're, you're a pearl. You're a doorway. Now, that's, that's uh, uh, collectively, but at the same time, that's individually also. Uh, we each have that ministry of reconciliation uh, to bring people into the kingdom of God. They go personal uh, uh, fishing. And, uh, we can fish with a net, a big net, and bring in a lot of people uh, as church. Uh, working together, we get to uh, be more effective together. There's one parable Jesus spoke in Matthew 13, a parable of the dragnet, I think it says in King James. Uh, but a dragnet is a big fishing net uh, to, to bring. A, a, to go, it's not just a, a, one of these smaller nets we throw out uh, uh, to the boat, but it's a big, uh, big net where you have to have a, stand on the shore and you put it into the ocean. And you have like 20 people on one side, 20 people on the other side, and they will pull this in. It takes a few hours. Even they do this in Colombia still. They have the dragnets. Uh, and they do it on the coast, different, different spots. And they bring, uh, uh, it takes uh, quite a while. And if you help on the net, they'll give you some free fish. I have, and uh, I've never done it. I've just seen it. Uh, whatever. And, and, uh, but it look, but uh, it's kind of it's fun to watch. And they, they get all kinds of fish. That's why working together... Uh, we can do get a lot more fish. Yeah. Right, right, right. If you wonder, why does church exist? Some people ask sometimes, well, uh, church is man's idea, uh, church is religion. No, no church is the Jesus' idea. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He's building his church. He's building the pearl. A church is his idea because it's a very effective fishing tool. Now, uh, I know church isn't perfect. I'm sure you realize that. And, uh, and they don't exist here on, on this side of eternity. Uh, but, but they're real effective, praise God. And uh, they, they win a lot of souls for Christ. Any church with the, the life of God, like this church, uh, in it, uh, with a, a spirit of, of, uh, ha- of joy and peace and uh, community and, uh, and unity, praise God, uh, they'll win a lot of souls for Christ. It's, all, it's, all, it's ine- inevitable <laughs> that it will happen. Like this church, praise God, multiplying and growing. And, and uh, the pearl is growing, praise God. And, uh, you know, the pearl, the pearl will grow like for three or four years within the oyster. It's a process. Uh, and uh, it's a living stone. The pearl, literally, is a living stone. And they go growing with a mother pearl, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. And the church, uh, the pearl uh, universally or in the world today, basically grows 7 to 8% a year. And uh, that's kind of average of all the churches in the world, 7 to 8% of the church is growing. And uh, uh, so the, it's in our, uh, in our DNA uh, to grow. That's just... Who we are. That's what we do. Any child is destined to grow. It's in his DNA. In the DNA of a church is to grow, to win, to reach out, to grow and to multiply, and to bless others and to help and to fulfill the Great Commission that we had, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And uh, this church does that locally, nationally, internationally. Uh, but uh, let's, let's do some fishing. Uh, let, let's, uh, uh, let, let's go out. And uh, hey, it's fun to go fishing. Ever gone, if you're ever going fishing, it's pretty, pretty fun stuff. 
and you, you go out and you enjoy it, and uh, uh, and it's relaxed. Uh, and uh, uh, there's one one thing I've I've noticed uh, being a Christian for forty some years now that uh, that I've I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or nothing, uh, but I can observe some stuff. Uh, uh, over the years, people that are active in church, that are really uh, connected, helping, uh, bringing souls, uh, connected to the, 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 to the ministry, uh, to service, and uh, loving people, uh, rarely suffer with depression. Uh, they're, they're always kind of happy. They're always kind of joyful. They're always kind of, uh, there's a sparkle in their eyes. And, uh, and I think that's obvious why. Uh, because it's joyful doing the will of God. Yeah, right. Doing what, uh, what He's told us to do. Yeah. You do that and His Holy Ghost will be on you. The presence of God is on you. And the power of God will reside over you, praise God. And you'll be a happy soul winner. Yeah, yeah. So it's real tough to find a depressed soul winner. It's just, uh, I, I, don't, I have real difficulty finding any. And, uh, there's, uh, and I know that's maybe too simple for uh, some circumstances, perhaps. Uh, uh, but if you get, get into serving, get into the Great Commission, believe me, your joy level will go up. Praise God. Uh, the Bible says in Nehemiah 10.8, Go eat the fat, uh, drink the sweet, send portions out to them that have nothing prepared for them, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, no, notice, go out and drink the, the sweet, uh, uh, go out and eat the fat, which is the, the Holy Ghost, the, the Spirit of the, the Word of God, the sweet and the fat. Uh, and uh, this church has wonderful food, praise God. Uh, beautiful, sweet, and uh, fat, and uh, food, and uh, manna, and uh, fresh bread from heaven, praise God. And, but that's not all. It says, and send portions to them have nothing prepared. And that's a, uh, nothing prepared uh, is people that haven't heard the gospel. Taking portions of the sacrifice, portions of, of the Word of God, of the, the, the message of the gospel, the good news, uh, uh, sending portions of that out to them that haven't heard anything. And the Bible says, then the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then, woo, you're, you're, you're happy. Uh, you're blessed. There's an inner strength, uh, an inner joy. Because uh, the Lord is a happy soul winner. And when we're ha- soul winners, that's when He manifests within, praise God. And uh, He'll take the two sides of your mouth and lift them up about a half inch each side. And you'll be happy, praise God. And uh, Amen. You'll be blessed. You're a pearl. You're a door, a doorway uh, to usher people into the kingdom of God. And uh, don't, uh, don't ever forget your purpose. Uh, and uh, that's uh, uh, your purpose, generally speaking, in Christ. Uh, there's specific things within that, I understand, obviously. But, but we're all helping to uh, fulfill the Great Commission. We're all helping to bring people in, praise God. And uh, uh, so sometimes women will get... Uh, well, well, not sometimes. Well, when women get to a certain age, uh, uh, their reproductive organs will start to shut down, and they enter into menopause, and uh, and they uh, don't don't reproduce anymore, uh, and uh, well, which is normal. Uh, but but sometimes I kind of think some Christians 
uh, get a few years in Christ, and they enter, enter into spiritual menopause. And they're not reproducing anymore. They're not giving forth new life. They're not, not uh, re, uh, re, uh, being, uh, reaching out and being a blessing and helping others and uh, fulfilling the Great Commission and uh, sharing Jesus and, uh, and, uh, and multiplying within themselves. So hopefully you don't uh, enter into spiritual menopause. Someone said recently that, uh, because I now understand why some people are so cranky. They're in their spiritual menopause. Uh, No, that's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, No, no. no. But it's pretty good we said that. Uh, But don't, don't enter into that, praise God. And uh, uh, this morning, or no, I'm sorry, yesterday, Pastor Gary called. Uh, we're, we're talking on the phone a little bit, and uh, uh, and there was a, a lot of screaming going on, and there the, the, the screaming or uh, the kids crying. I guess the babies were or wanted something or whatever. There's a lot of noise going on, crying, and, and he says, "Excuse me, now the kids are are wanting something here. We're talking and whatever, but but it's kind of exciting. It's kind of a house full of life." Uh, and, uh, and how many of you uh, bring over the grandkids or the kids or whatever, they're young and they're, they're running around. Uh, that brings life to the house, praise God. Yes. And when a church has new people in and uh, uh, winning souls, inviting people, praise God, it makes for a, a real exciting atmosphere, praise God. Yes. And, and that, that's like, on the, like a Holy Ghost uh, uh, nursery going on. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's, uh, that's good stuff. And that's what we need to uh, invite some people, no? Church, uh, I, I, I probably said this, but, but the Gallup poll did a, a, a survey of, of different people, non-Christians, as, uh, several years ago I, I saw this, and uh, about what would you need uh, to go to a Christian church? What, what, what is your big need to be able to go to a Christian church? And uh, these are people that aren't saved, and they uh, interviewed uh, thousands and uh, tens of thousands of people, whatever. And the number one answer to that question uh, was that someone would invite me. Now, that, that's not rocket science. You know, that's, uh, that's, but, but we need to remember that. Just invite some people. Don't let the devil hoodwink you to think they, they'll say no. Uh, if they do say no, you don't lose anything anyway. So, so uh, what happens is say yes. And you invite them, you take them out to lunch afterwards, and whatever. And uh, you're, and next week you call them and bring them. Uh, let, let's go for breakfast and let's, let's stop by church too, uh, uh, whatever. And uh, uh, start, start reaching out. And uh, uh, your whole perspective on life will change. You start getting involved in this, uh, uh, the joy will come, and purpose will come, and, and the Holy Ghost will come. Uh, uh, he pours out His Spirit upon soul winners, upon witnesses. Praise God. I'll pour, I'll pour the, the Holy Ghost upon you, and, and there'll be power there, praise God. Uh, the last time we were here in, in California, like three years ago, I think it was, uh, and uh, we were, were going up north here uh, and uh, towards San Francisco, we stopped by uh, Hertz Castle. I'm sure many of you have been there, and you know a lot more about Hearst Castle than I do. Uh, but, but our first time, we did the, the basic tour or whatever. And uh, it was interesting to see in the, the whole 
whole deal. Uh, and, uh, Randolph, William Randolph Hertz, I think his name is, uh, uh, had his estate there. And uh, I wasn't really too impressed, to tell you the truth. I thought his decorating was terrible. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I go, my God, all this money. And, uh, he couldn't buy a, you know, a higher decorator or something. Uh, it was t- well, whatever. Uh, and, uh, and uh, so he had everything. And, uh, and, and we're, well, one rule would invite people to go. I, this is what I, I want to use here. Uh, and he goes, when people come to the uh, castle, the only rule we have is at six, uh, they have to come to dinner. Uh, dinner at six and eat with the, the Hertz family and uh, and then the rest of the day you do what you want and there's pools and tennis and whatever and uh, and uh, and so at six o'clock when you're when you're invite, well be it, but way he do it he invite people but he ne- he would never tell them how long he just tell them come on up and he, that means he could stay for one day or stay for a year basically a, a beautiful uh, castle whatever estate whatever and uh, uh but what do you do though you know, the first day or two a few days uh you're invited there you sit right in front of them uh, the family and they share with you whatever but if you keep, if you keep staying on like four or five days you start to move down the table there's a real big table like uh 30 30 seats each side more or less and uh but if you stay a week uh you'd be at the other end of the table and he'd be down there, and you'd be down there. He's kind of giving you a hint. You know, it, you know it's time to go. You know, it's uh, time to get to work. Uh, you got to go back. Uh, uh, not just eating here at the table and being blessed, but uh, get uh, I believe that uh, sometimes there's some Christians that are sitting at the end of the table, and the Lord's uh, uh, giving you a hint. It, it's time to get up and start serving. It's time to get up and start helping others uh, uh, get some food. Not just myself eating, 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 uh, uh, but uh, helping serve. Great work. Okay, now, but you are the pearl of great prize. Uh, you're valuable. Uh, you're in Christ. Your position, your prize, position, and your purpose. You are the doorway, a doorway into heaven uh, to help usher people in uh, to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And uh, uh, that, that's uh, that's the word for this morning. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, yeah, this is a wonderful church, and hopefully Pastor Gary and Pastor Kimberly could come down to Columbia this year and pray for us, that they, they'll say yes, uh, praise God, uh, uh, or, or in the future. Uh, they, they, they have a wonderful ministry, and uh, people, our people love Pastor Gary uh, ministering in Columbia. He uh, does a wonderful job, too. Uh, you guys are blessed with this couple here. Uh, God bless you all. Uh, come on, let them know you hear them and love them. Come on, everybody.